Andrew's Daily Five. Five. I'm Andrew and I take requests. Here's an episode of awesome songs that listeners have sent in. Let's rock and roll. 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 Hello, happy Friday, and welcome to the last request episode of the week. I will do these again uh, later on this year, but uh, this has been a lot of fun, so thank you for tuning in. The album art champion will be announced at the end of the show, so stay tuned there. But first, the music. Our intro song was requested by Barrett, and it is Voodoo Child Live by Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble from 1984. Stevie Ray was born in Dallas and moved to Austin after dropping out of high school to pursue music. Stevie Ray performed this Hendrix cover live at Carnegie Hall in 84. In 1990, he died in a helicopter crash at the age of 35. Barrett, a catcher all throughout his baseball career in high school and college, has recently experienced intense regret and wishes that he'd been a closer for the sole purpose of walking up to this song and its amazing opening riff. First up today, requested by Dave, is Our Love Live by Gary Clark Jr. from 2017. Clark was born and raised in Austin, Texas, and learned to play the guitar at the age of 12. After playing small gigs for a few years, he met promoter Clifford Anton, proprietor of the Austin music club Antons. Antons was the launch pad where Stevie Ray Vaughan had redefined blues several years prior. Soon after meeting Clifford, Clark began to perform with other musical icons, including Stevie Ray's older brother, Jimmy Vaughan. Vaughan and others in the Austin music community helped Clark along his musical path. Here is Our Love Live. pick Dave that guy can play I really enjoyed that next up requested by Steve is off the main drag by Leif Volbeck from 2013 this Canadian folk singer songwriter originally was more interested in composition and shaping a song rather than lyrics until he heard Bob Dylan's simple twist of fate he then became obsessed with illustrating stories and images with words on this album North Americana Volbeck worked deliberately at getting that perfect balance between crafted and not overdone he let the performances come to him and the heart of the songs were captured live to tape here is Off the Main Drag. 
gas station Hasn't changed in decades Cashier checks the time around us Put my things on the counter Pull out my wallet Like some pull down machines My only brother lent me his only car Who knew I would drive it so far Sometimes you move Out of some obligation It was gorgeous on the outside Inside was just a machine Fastest thing I'd ever seen. Great pick, Steve. I listened to that whole album and loved it. So thank you for introducing me to him. Next up from Gene is Love is a Game by Adele from 2021. This is the closing track on Adele's most recent album. The album centers on themes of divorce, motherhood, fame, heartache, acceptance, and hope. Except for divorce, Gene has personally experienced all of these themes. His mothering skills have come a long way since he accepted the fact that he looks amazing in an apron, which has sent his fame through the roof. Here is Love is a Game. Thanks, Gene. That's a great song. Thank you for sending it over. Next up, requested by Eric, is Gutter Ballet by Sabotage from 1989. This album was a turning point for this heavy metal band. During the final recording sessions for the album, vocalist John Oliva went to see Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical The Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. John was so inspired that immediately following the performance, he went back to the studio and wrote the music for this song. After this album, they moved in a more progressive rock direction, and seven years later, the band members formed the side project, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Here is Gutter Ballet. Just a fantasy 
was also a new one to me. Thanks, Eric, for sending that one over. Last song of the day requested by Griffin is Before You Go by Louis Capaldi from 2019. This song is off Capaldi's debut album entitled Divinely Uninspired to a Hellish Extent, which is Griffin's motto when he plays baseball. His coach noticed a change in Griffin's aggressiveness at the plate shortly after adopting this new attitude as he has set the record for triples in the league, even at the urgent behest of the third base coach, who invariably signals him to stop at second base. But being divinely uninspired to a hellish extent, he is quickly becoming a rising star in the Idaho baseball scene. Here is Before You Go. I feel by the wayside like everyone else. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, but I was just kidding myself Or every moment, I start a replace Cause now that the corner lock, here were the words that I needed to say When you hurt under the surface Like troubled water running cold Well time can heal but this won't Okay, and now the moment you've all been waiting for, the announcement of the album art champion. And the champion is... The Dark Side of the Moon with 53% of the vote. Congratulations, it is an awesome album art and I have always loved it. Of the 17 round two winners, I want to point out that Pink Floyd had three album covers. Wish You Were Here advanced through round two, the Division Ball made it to the finals, and The Dark Side of the Moon won the whole dang thing. No other artist had more than one album cover make the second round. I am naturally curious how Abbey Road, who Dark Side edged out for the first round, would have fared in the finals. Thanks again for voting and participating in the Album Art Championship. And I also want to do a quick top 10 breakdown. At the end of last week, one of my friends took my top 10 album list and ordered them how he would rank them, which I thought was fun. So I reached out to friends and loyal listeners and received 14 rankings of my top 10 albums, so a fairly good sample size. Of the 14 respondents, 12 were adults between the ages of 35 and 50, and the other two were teenagers. If an album was ranked number one, it received 10 points. If it was ranked number two, it received nine, all the way down to number 10, it received one point. So here is how you ranked my top 10 albums. In 10th place was They Might Be Giants' Flood with 47 points, and six people ranked it 10th. In 9th place, Narrow Stairs by Death Cab for Cutie had 55 points, ranked 10th by two people, and it fell four spots from where I ranked it at five. In number 8th was Rubber Soul with 64 points, ranked 10th by just one person. In 7th place was Milo Zyloto by Coldplay. It received 66 points, but it was ranked first by four people but it was hurt by being ranked 10th by two people, and a lot of people had it lower down in the rankings. In sixth place was Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band with 78 points. It fell four spots from where I ranked it. In fifth place was Rumor with 79 points, ranked first by one person. And in fourth place, Physical Graffiti with 80 points, ranked 10th by one person, and it rose five spots from where I ranked it. So those three, four, five, and six, were only one point apart. And the last three, the top three, were all only three points apart. 
In third place, Abbey Road with 99 points, ranked first by one person. In second place, The Dark Side of the Moon with 100 points, ranked first by five people and ranked tenth by just one. And in first place, where I ranked it, The White Album with 102 points, ranked first by three people and ranked tenth by just one person. So uh, a lot of fun there. Show notes, I'll have a little bit more details there if you want to look back some of those. But thanks for sending those in. That was a lot of fun. Okay, well, before you go, a quick programming announcement. I want to say thank you for joining me for these song request episodes. And thanks to everyone that sent songs in, especially first-time requesters Eric, Emery, Andrew, Jeanette, and Jimmy. Send me some more songs for the next batch of these later this year. I am very excited about my next project, where I will focus on the greatest songs from each decade, starting with the 50s. I have compiled a unique list of the greatest 100 songs from the 50s, and we are going to count them down. But first, my brother Aaron and I have been working on our favorite and least favorite Disney songs. We have been recording these episodes since finishing our Christmas songs list, so I am excited to share them with you. We had a lot of fun making them. We improved the recording quality and also changed up the format a bit, so if you love Disney music, you will have fun with these. These 12 episodes of Disney songs will run February 14th to the 25th, and if you are not a fan of Disney music, come back on February 28th for the greatest songs of the happiest decade of music ever, the 50s. See you later! (laughs) 